0: Welcome to the Intentional Randomness podcast with your host Omoba Bala Adetiji, aka Bobby. On this show, we're intentional about everything. Hello everyone. Welcome to Intentional Randomness. This is your host Bobby again. On our last episode, I was talking with some ladies on the concept of submission and they all had a lot to say. I mean it was it was hot in the room so I thought why not just bring some real men to the show to come and answer some pressing questions so today on intentional randomness um we are talking headship in the home with with um some of my friends and these are men who have these are real men with real life experiences so I believe that we're going to have a lot of fun on the show today so just yeah Right along with us, we we'll just get right into it. Um, I would love to ask you guys, <laughs> I have Jeremiah, Joachim and Paul on the show, and I would love to ask you guys to please, please introduce yourself. Tell, tell, tell my audience who you are and um, how long you've been married. And uh, yeah, please. So Jeremiah, you can start.
1: <laughs> yes, my name is Jeremiah and I'm married to Ladina. We have two children. Uh, Lisa and Gideon, three years and one and a half. And we've been we have been married for five years, coming to
0: six years, November this year. Wow. So you have some years of experience in (laughs) these (laughs) matters. That's good. That's good to hear. Yes, go ahead, Paul. Yeah, my name is Paul, Paul John. A man of one wife.
2: i have been married, we married uh, for the past eight years with two lovely girls.
3: Wow.
2: Six years old and a three.
0: Wow. So that that's another number of experience. Wow, that's good. Thank you, Paul. Joachim, are you the veteran here? <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, my name is Joachim Wingren. Uh I'm 44 years old and... Uh, I'm married to Joanna since uh, 14 years, and uh, we have three kids, uh, a son, Josiah, 13 years old, and a daughter, Jocelyn, she's 11, and uh, the smallest, a small guy, Jonathan, uh, seven years old.
0: Wow. Thank you yeah so now that we do- now that we have ascertained that you guys have experience, so <laughs> we'll just jump right into the question. I would like to ask you guys um when like how did you see the role of a man in 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 a marriage in a home before you got married and did that change after after marriage you know there's always i was reading somewhere yesterday saying the perfect parents is the person who doesn't have any children so you know i'm not going to do this i'm not going to do that <laughs> and there's maybe you had your expectations this is going to be me when i'm married and then you got married did those did, did your view about yourself as a man in the marriage change and if so how did it change would you like to share with us please <laughs> Anybody that is feeling ready to just jump into that question should just take it.
1: <laughs> okay. Wow, that's that's, that's yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Joachim.
3: Okay, um, it's it's a tricky question, really. I mean, I mean, of course, you you enter into a, a marriage with expectations, and you you make this uh, in a way a fantasy of how you think that things should work. You know, uh, mm-hmm. like everything else in life, if you. Buy a car. You imagine yourself going on the road on that car, and it's nice weather, and you know, and you're alone on the road, and everything's smooth and nice. Then you because go into traffic. In traffic. <laughs> yeah, then you go into the traffic, and all the people are mad at you, and the car's not working the way you thought it was, and you're not such a good driver yourself. And that's pretty much the feeling of, of getting married for me, I think, uh, <laughs> you know, because uh, you know, marriage reveals a lot about your own character and personality and mm-hmm. um, you know, and and uh, your imagination about marriage and ma- what you thought about it is kind of put to shame and it's not negative. It's, it's things actually get better because you get to know yourself better and you get to know your spouse or your wife better as well on mm-hmm. the journey. Uh, yeah. But it, it takes a lot of, of you know, patience. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Um, and, and also,
1: like myself, I can relate to what Bobby is saying that growing up, the men around you, the culture around you portray a certain image of a man, a husband. Yeah. So you grow mm. up, that's the image, that's the picture you have. That's how I'm going to be. You have certain mm. examples you look up to. Oh, that's the figure I want to be. But by mm. the time you get your own, you get there and you have your own experience, you realize, oh, this is different. So mm-hmm. now you find yourself have to adapt yourself into that space, you know?
3: Yeah, exactly. This, yeah. This,
1: in this new life, you find yourself. And for mm-hmm. me, it definitely has been that change that you came in with one view and you realize, oh, okay, it's not the way I was told or the way I saw things from outside. It's different mm-hmm. when you're in, when yeah. you're yourself.
0: Would you like to share the, like... Example of a view that you had before marriage and how that has changed well,
1: now that you're well, married. Well, well, as Example, clear example. You come to the marriage, and as a man, you are the one to well. This is how things goes around. I set the standard. I choose everything. I pick that. But you realize in mm. marriage, for example, like in my own personally, we are two different people, two coming from two different cultures. Hmm. So that plays a big role of okay. I must be adaptive, in a sense. Okay, hearing someone out, and even myself, uh, coming from two different cultures, realize that okay, I don't even know myself that well. Mm. So that has been something of a, or something to learn with, with years going by. Um,
2: po- generally, for me, I've always told people that growing up is a setup, all together.
0: Growing up is a uh, setup.
2: And um, the reality is always, uh, is always different from wherever you prepared for. Anyways, I've, been, I've read like seven rules of uh, relationship, ten rules mm. of marriage. And <laughs> by, the time we actually, by the time we actually got married, all those seven rules and ten rules didn't really apply anymore. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, the example is I never knew it, um, it's difficult to actually be the head of a home. Uh, especially from uh, from the Christian perspective, because it means you have to you have to uh, create some kind of altar for the family. You need to do money devotions, might mm. devotions. I thought mm. that was just a piece of cake. <laughs> not until not until the entire family is looking. So, Papa, when will you? When do we have motivation And I'm still enjoying my sleep. And I'm like, my God, is, it, <laughs> is this what I have to go through for for years?
3: <laughs> oh yeah,
2: uh, you need to lead by examples. So uh, yeah. mm. it's a uh, it's a tough one. I mean, it's not something that you that you prepare for. But as Joachim and um and Jeremiah has rightly said, it's um you get to discover yourself. You get to also uh, maximize your potentials and um. Especially mm. when kids are when kids are involved, because uh, you need to you. It's not enough to say just listen to me, because they just uh, they do what you do. So even yeah. when it's not really, I I think I've told Bobby before, like I told mm. my wife that, like, do you want to lead this home? Because I will. It <laughs> yeah,
0: you. you said that. I thought you were joking. <laughs>
2: so <I> said <laughs> like, I, she said no, and she brought out anointing oil and anointed me for even for <laughs> So I was like. Oh, God. <laughs> Wow. No. <laughs> okay, let's 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 go on that. So it's uh, yeah. I mean, there are practical examples. I mean, that way, I think uh, as we progress, I mean, all those examples will be will, mm. be will be shared.
0: So I'll probably ask, how do you like now that okay, you had the expectations, you had the role model, so to say, or the examples in the society around. And now you're in. Your views have changed on some things. Maybe some other views have been reinforced. How do you how would you define that role as the head of the family? Because when I asked the ladies, they were telling me, oh, it's supposed to be like a CEO. No, it's supposed to be like this. How How would you define the role of headship in the home? Like, what does it mean to you now as uh, the head of your family? I mean,
2: to me now, it's more like a servant leader role. Uh, because, mm. uh, because, and I know I might probably be borrowing that word from my, from my discipline at uh, Agile, because... Uh, it's, it's From project management, what, what is management. Agile, yeah, yeah I mean, project, agile management. project management. I mean, like taking like a servant leadership role, it's more like uh, there's no command and control. It's something that uh, that you need to steer carefully. And uh, so, I mean, that has really changed for me. I think it's also because of my background, like um, my mom and my dad never, never divorced, but they didn't actually live together. And I just kind of felt that, okay. This is not how I we want my uh, my family setup to look like, and I consciously, mm. I mean, consciously made the decisions to 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 steer it differently. Yeah, mm. so um, it's, I mean, this might probably be just personal, but what I'm ex- what I expected before getting married is not really far from, from what I'm getting. But mm. what I'm getting, what although what I'm going true in marriage now it's tougher if, if I can if, <laughs> oh. if, if I can and, yeah. and it's not like my wife is making uh, making me miserable it's
0: not she's not
2: it's just that it's um,
0: the weight of the leadership the, and
2: responsibilities yeah, yeah exactly mm. it's, uh, it's uh, and it's something that you, it gets much easier by the day but uh, but yeah it's, uh, it's something that uh, that I've learned that you just need to take the role of a servant leader you are leading but you're also uh, leading by examples, and I mean, and, um, mm. and also doing like a collaboration, collaboration, and uh, leading together. Because it's not mm. it's not something that can be that you can do alone. I mean, to be honest. Mm. And, and you, for you, me, really,
1: mm, mm? They, are, they have changed actually the transition or in understanding of it, as we're talking about headship of the house. Hmm. You you will grow up with understanding that ahead, well, you are the boss, you are the CEO, or those that you mentioned. But as I as I grow older and uh, more experienced, I realized that there's another aspect to it. It's more of the, the mentality. It's more of a, a headship. You mean more like, okay, I am responsible. I am a, a spiritually responsible, accountable. And at the end of the day, answerable before God for mm, my yeah. family. Mm. So that's where the weight and the responsibility comes in to make sure that, okay, where is the purpose? What is the direction we as a family? How am I actually carrying uh, what God has given me in terms of my wife, yeah. my children? So that mm. becomes more the way I look at the headship, not in the sense, of course, and then it plays out practically and different depending on every family, but that headship in terms of responsibility and answerable and accountable before God in terms of how I lead and direct my family.
2: Mm. Or hmm. well, maybe sometimes we do, we have maybe we actually feel that we are the one that is leading. Maybe we are not.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: The, wife, like, the wife is the neck, right? They're probably the yeah. Man. That's what they yeah. say.
3: Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. You're, you said that true. Do you, do you do you think that the women stay stay a lot in the secrets?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's true. I mean, you ask yourself a lot of times during these fourteen years. At least I did. You know, am I leading the family or am I just following my wife? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, won't
0: be,
2: you, won't be, you won't be the only one, though.
0: No. <laughs> but, but, uh, is, it, is it a question of happy yeah. wife, happy life? Just yeah, do yes. no, yes, exactly. <laughs> Trust Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Me. But uh, I think
2: Jeremiah did touch on something because uh, I don't know. I think I've shared these songs with, I don't know if I've shared it with Bobby, though. Um, you know, uh, biologically, uh if we don't spiritualize it everything is spiritual mm. right but biologically mm. uh men are wired differently i mean compared to how he, uh, women are women, wired. i mm. mean men we are we are more like we are more objective uh in terms of uh we're less emotional in terms of decision making mm. and mm. i discovered this i mean like i discovered this just last year after almost like eight years in marriage like i allowed my wife to manage all the finance. I just work and just manage the finance. And because I have this impression that she's probably better with money compared to me. So, but I woke up with shock reality that, okay, where are the money? Where is it going? So my wife turns to me and says, baby, but I'm not good with money. I'm like, what? And I'm just knowing this after eight, seven years. <laughs> wow. So, so I took, I took, I took that the finance part, staring it differently. So, and most of the times, because what I discovered, like she's more, they're more emotional. I mean, she's more emotional towards the 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 kids. So if the kids need this, they buy this. If they need it, they buy this. But for me, I can't, I can tell them. No, 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 no. I don't think you need this. I mean, I am always, the one that say. Papa ain't the best, but Mama is best. Which that what I miss. What I miss in English is this. Papa is not that good, but Mama is good. And the reason why Papa is not that good is because I deprive them of. You can't get this. You can't get it. You can't get this. So I mean. So I think, uh, like Jeremiah said, uh, we 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 are held accountable. Especially mm. when it comes to the steering, and when it comes to things that are more objective that we can look. It's not like it's not to say women are not objective; they are objective, but they're they, they tend to because of the biological I mean, differences. They tend to be more emotional. At least in my own in my own case, in my in my own family, I see that sometimes my my wife is more emotional, which is good. I mean, which is good. Mm. But so I just need to to yeah.
1: But this doesn't mean. The, the one responsible and the one accountable uh, in terms of headship doesn't mean that, that the woman becomes less or becomes not involved in the, in the leading of the mm. family, but it mm. plays out in a different role.
3: Mm. Uh, uh, uh,
1: uh, I will take you to the Bible where mm.
3: God created Adam
1: and Eve in the Garden of Eden. He called when they now fell into sin, the mm. enemy tempted them, uh, deceived by the woman. But before God God now came down and he called for Adam. Mm. Adam, where are you? And he asked for answer before Adam, but had to be one to answer before God. For their mm. fault. So that's what I mean, like, at the end of the day, is the man, the headship plays a role that the man is the one that will have the main responsible for the family, entire family, mm. in that relationship.
0: Okay, that's so it's, it's, still, that's it's still like if a company's uh, stocks go bad or a bad decision is made, it's the CEO that usually <laughs> gets parked and yes, he gets, yes, he gets yes. told to, to, to move. Yeah, okay, I get that. Um, um, So you all agree that it's the responsibility, it's taking mm. charge of some things. That's really good. So what's the, these, you know, like, The Bible talks about the husband being the head, the woman uh, being, we we didn't find in the Bible that she's the neck, but we talk about submission and everything. If your wife is submitting to you, or if your wife is submissive and the man is the leader, how would it look like in the family practically? Because this is where the problem is. Some people think, oh, I am taking all the decisions. My wife should just say, okay, sir. "Oh, Oh, we want to do that, sweetheart. That's really great. Let's do that. No arguing, no questions asked. Just... What would submission look like?
2: I mean, t- two are definitely better than one, right? Mm. And mm. Uh, submission, submission—we are supposed to submit to one another. It's not, uh, it's not, and submission most of the times. I mean, I think uh, to a large extent, it's not uh, to just for you to be making just the decision all by yourself. So for me, I don't see. I really don't see my wife uh not uh, making decisions as her not uh, being in charge. If you understand what I mean, so we both we are we are. If we if we just go back to the Bible, right? I think that mm-hmm. gives you very good. Like we say, husband loves your wife, and I always mm-hmm. tell my wife, and just as the, I just as Christ loves the church. Loved the church. Mm-hmm. And, uh, a wife submits to your husband and uh, if you look at it very well i always tell my wife it's very much in love you actually have submission in love mm. and which is why and it's even much difficult to love because if you love someone you want that person to be part of and parcel of you and if you love mm. someone you will value that person's opinion and uh, so the submissive part it's not uh it doesn't have to do with decision making of who is who uh, is who is the who is the breadwinner who is bringing the much money so, I don't so wh-
0: what is the essence of this submission how would it look like if a wife is submissive to the husband because i feel like most times we can't really pinpoint this thing we look for ways to define it but it ends up what is submission how would it look like or let's say if if your wife is not submitting how would that look like
2: yeah, I mean, if my wife is not submitting, is uh, submitting, it's uh, making a decision without without incorporating me. That would be, uh, just uh, that would
0: be your just going
2: going going rogue basically. I mean, <laughs> you you have to. I mean, we have to. It's, it's the same. Like, I mean, if you just go with the with the uh, analogy of like flying a plane, you have a pilot, uh, you have mm. a co-pilot. Uh, the co-pilot cannot s- start landing without telling the pilot. Right? Mm. I mean, the, everything is orchestrated to the pilot. But when they both land successfully, right? If the mm. ship captain, he yeah. has other crew members, so they are all working together. But there mm. has to be, there has to be, there has to be a single uh, point of contact. There has to be because by the time you have two two different lines of uh, of contact, then listen. Um, right so and we all mm. do these things I mean we all even in real life we all apply this uh, single point of contact to resolve the problems and and mm. things like that so yes if my wife or how how I consider that my wife is not submitting to me if you want to pinpoint it for me it's more like her just making decisions without without involving you without involving me as the as a partner
0: hmm You, what do you say what is submission? Um. For you, well, what does it look like?
3: I, in general, I agree with uh, Paul here, but um, what does it look to, to me? Submission. I, I, you know, I think it's easier for a for a wife to submit to her husband if he's a good leader, if he's a good good example, like both mm-hmm. both of the other guys here said previously. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easier to follow someone that you trust. So, mm-hmm. so you know. I think uh, for me also the the word that uh, was it was it Paul that said the word uh, from the Bible where where it says you know you men love your wives like Jesus loves you know the the, the church, the church. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and that that word has helped me a lot when I felt like I was maybe expecting something from my wife and uh, I didn't get it I was thinking about what what's Jesus example here he wasn't he's not placing more demands on the church in a in a you know, angry kind of way. He's like he's giving all the time. You know, mm. he's offering himself up. So, mm-hmm. so when things get rough, uh, I I try to take Jesus as an example to to you know take go go the next mile. You know, mm. another mile to to try to be the giver uh, in 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 the relationship. But but it's but as far as you know having a, a you know how 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 should the wife be submitting to the husband i think it's it's a it's a kind of a deeper respect attitude than hmm. uh, than some kind of behavior or action hmm. It's an un- un- underlying attitude of of accepting and uh, respecting the husband i think hmm.
0: uh,
3: respecting his leadership re- yeah and respecting him for what he is because you know Every, all guys are different i've seen some men mm. that i think are very weak leaders but i see their wives you know they respect them and they submit you know mm. and 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 uh, you know they do it and, and it, it's a very beautiful thing to see actually um mm. but you have it's it's a personality you have to respect the other personality this this is what you married you promised that you would stay with this person until death and And in the Christian, you know, view and teaching Mm. context, you should also be submitting to this man. And what Mm. does that mean to you? You know, and, Mm. and uh, I think some, some people, especially some, some Christian circles, they, they, you know, tend to interpret this as the wife should be, you know, the slave and the man should be the boss Um. or, or, you know. And uh, and that's not how it works at all. And and trust me, if you try to go down that road, then you will have some big problems. <laughs> and yeah, huge, huge problem. Yeah, huge I problem. Feel like, yeah. Like, yeah. I feel In like fact, you, you, that is not, you, not you, even the Bible. Hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh,
2: Joachim really touched an important uh, point, which is like uh, respect.
0: Hmm.
3: I mean,
2: hmm. for me, for me, it's uh, like when someone disrespects, uh, especially when. It comes from my partner. It's really painful.
3: Yeah. And,
2: mm. uh, and yeah. And if we're looking for what we can pin down to submission, uh, we just pin it to that respect that a wife mm. has, have towards her husband. Mm. And on that, mm. like even if you, even if your husband is wrong, there are ways that you can present your rights, uh, uh, approach or rights, mm. uh, stuff opinion like opinion mm. thank you opinion that you mm. have so there's a way that you can present it uh, you know when that is when i think it does in proverb right that mm. there's a proverb that uh, a good wife knows how to how to present and address her husband so if you mm. if you no matter how how correct you are and your husband is wrong at least i always uh, you, the husband will always appreciate how you present it mm. and, uh, and yeah for me for me I, I, most of the times so I actually like when someone tells me something and just, uh, even when I'm wrong, but you present it differently. So I always tell my wife that I hope she's listening to you. I hope she gets to listen to this so she can testify to that. <laughs> I always say, like, if I am wrong and you are right and you are trying to present it just to show that you are right, then you will permanently be wrong. <laughs> yeah, because because I'm, when it comes to that i'm really stubborn that so but if if you find a very good way of presenting it of course so
0: so it's not it's not what is has been said it's how yeah, it's, it's said the attitude
2: is the, okay. it. the attitude behind it is the attitude behind it it's, <throat> it. it's not uh, for me it's not uh it's not what I exactly said it's all the attitude mm.
0: and, and i think yeah. i feel like you can pinpoint something that i want to just highlight again is the fact that you said it's not in what you do or don't do it's the attitude that you have that is submission for you this is something that i've i've thought about many times that most times especially coming from from nigeria from the african context that we sometimes think the submissive wife is the quiet one that doesn't say anything that is very quiet Mm -hmm. but in our mind she she really doesn't really respect this guy we have this saying oh. sometimes that older women use. They will say, "Just call these." Call, they say, "Call call the monkey brother," so that he will let you pass. Mm-hmm. But for me, that is already insulting. Why do you think that this guy is a monkey? So, but you are mm-hmm. respecting him just so that you find your way. For me, it was fundamentally already not submissive. It was just this kind of fake submission so you just mm. you kind of like rub his ego so that he can just let you have your way and and you, mm. you kind of like help me to put words to this that it's not about if she's cooking if she's washing which is something that we tend to do or oh, the wife that comes home and say oh my husband here is food this that that's a submissive but even if our attitude may not necessarily be right but you mm. you made it such mm. that it sounded like submission is like a way of life is how the woman is in mm. totality in yeah. a response to, to the husband in the home. That, that, was, mm-hmm. that, was, um, that was a
1: good and, one. And, and when you look in the Bible, actually, because the word submitting today in the modern world is a negative one. I think Joachim said it's more like a slave, you know? Mm. You, you, men are expecting a slave around your house. But that's not the biblical context of it. In the mm. Bible, at that time, um, in the, during the Roman Empire, Women, children were considered objects. Men were owing them. They were slaves at mm. that time. But now mm. Christianity comes along, Christ comes along, and actually elevate women to the same standard as mm. men and still men and women. In fact, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, he first says, Submit one another, submit yourself to mm. one another. And then mm. he says directly to the wife, Wife, submit yourself to the Husband. To your own husband. Mm. Mm. Yes. So is the Bible, Christ, God, as honoring women by asking them to submit themselves to their husbands, because as they're doing that, they are actually serving the Lord Jesus. Mm. So is an elevation, is lifting them up. So today, modern view, modern understanding of the word submission is 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 a wrong. It's not in a, an accordance to the Bible. But just like Joachim said it is more in attitude than mm. in behavior. Mm. You
0: know? Th- that's
1: very important. It is, it's, it's someone the attitude, aligning themselves. The yeah, someone that mm-hmm. aligned themselves with the same... It's like the woman and man come to the same page, same at the same stage, and we are going mm. the same direction. How can two mm. work together unless, you
0: know? They agree. Yeah, they agree. They are,
1: they, are mm. they are one. Yeah.
0: Wow. That that is, that is really good. I think if there's anything that from this conversation a lot of times we try to define it this way but i think what i'm getting from from here is it doesn't matter how it looks like in each 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 marriage different marriages will have different kind of constellations but what is most important is the attitude that mm. the head has as the head and the attitude the mindset that the woman has as this as the as the wife and the one that is supposed to submit those are the things that matter. Then It doesn't really matter if the husband is cooking for the wife or the wife is bringing money in or whatever mm. it is that is happening in the home. It's how mm. they look at their union together. Okay, you mm. are the co... Like, uh, I think Paul used a very good analogy, the main pilot and the co-pilot, but they're both piloting this plane. But the, the yeah, co-pilot will not do something without the main pilot, like what they say in Swedish, like agreeing mm. and, and vetoing mm. and saying, okay, yeah, let's go ahead and do this. Really good. Mm. I really I like have that. Have We're going to take a break. I
1: have a common goal.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I have a common goal. That's very important. Yes. We're going to yes, take yes. a break, and then when we come back, I want to get into the, the, the traditionally defined roles that we have for men and how you guys look at them. I really want to get your input on that. But we will be right back, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get onto that. Thank you. So, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Intentional Randomness. So, we are continuing this conversation about headship and leadership and the role of a man in the in, in marriage and in the home. And we've talked about submission. I think you guys all got that. I won't even dwell on that again because I think that was the word right there. But then I want to ask, I want to ask, um, Paul, you mentioned about uh, leading um, uh, money devotion and we've talked about even providing all of these things. There is this... We have this traditional view of, of, of the man, he's the provider, he's supposed to be the protector and the priest. I mean, the, the likes of Miles Munro preached about these things. My question is In this 21st century, can the man do it all? Are these unrealistic expectations of him? He has to be the provider, the breadwinner, the protector, the priest, leading his family spiritually.
2: Yeah, I mean. It can work if uh, if the Swedish uh, society allows that.
0: <laughs> the Swedish society? What are we, the
2: society? <laughs> if, you want, if you want to be the provider, good luck with buying the budget.
3: Good luck. <laughs> so, uh, the, last, the, last,
2: the last time I checked, I was the, my wife, okay, I, okay I've been dating, we've been together for like uh, 13, 14 years, right? So, um, mm. and I said, uh, I said she shouldn't work because of the experience that we had. Uh, it's another topic entirely. So I wanted <laughs> her to to relax. So she never worked. So, but I was the one working on I mean, for for several years. But mm. the challenge, it, uh, we, it got to where we were supposed to buy a house. So I went to the bank. And bank was like, mm. are you the only one working? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go back home. We can only give <laughs> you some something. I was like, what? Do you know my salary? Do you know? They were like, shut up. Just go back home. So I had to, <laughs> I had to, oh God, okay, I think for us to be able to, we have one, I mean, I think we have two choices, right? It's either we divorced and I buy and we come back together or she's <laughs> So, so we, we, we opted for the, for the second. For the reasonable uh, option. The, 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 the wisest one. So the wisest one,
3: exactly. So she,
2: so huh. she, she got a job and of hmm. course it wasn't something like, uh, to demanding at least in my own words I think she'll probably think otherwise so mm. um, and uh, yeah and we're able to get uh, we're able to get uh, get the mortgage loan so oh,
0: the common goal it, yeah, I had yeah,
2: so I mean mm. it's not something because in a way I still I still maintain my kind of my kind of traditional mindset uh mm. because I think it's good for me I mean and um in the sense that, uh, being, being the breadwinner, but mm. the reality, when the reality is set in, you, ju- you just discovered that, okay, for you to to survive in this certain, uh, society, uh, you need to adapt. So, which mm. is, which is something that, that, that we've, uh, we've had to do. I remember, I mean, just to chip this in, I remember when I was going to get married, I told my mother-in-law bride price. They were like, bride, what?
0: <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. you're not married to a Nigerian, right? So yeah. they're like, what price?" They, like,
2: they were like, yo, you are in Sweden. We don't do these things, <laughs> right? But I told them it's my tradition. I had to give them at least something. So I dropped something. So I mean, there's some tradition that I actually like. I mean, of course, it's not that it's, um, it's not, I'm not going to impose it on anyone. But I just think it's still it's good that I don't lose uh, lose every, every touch of it
0: okay I'll, I'll let the other guys um say something before i ask one question mm. uh,
3: yeah jeremiah do you want to go first go,
1: go ahead joachim go ahead
3: well i think uh the question is you said can the man do it all be the provider the protector and the priest yeah all at the same time mm. and and i would say that that's the answer to that one for me at, at least is a kind of a spiritual question uh because mm. It's it's unattainable to be everything at the same time, uh, mm. but but we see that a lot, uh, you know, in a Christian context in the Bible, God requires a lot from us that we actually cannot do, you know, mm. but God enables us through the Holy Spirit to live the life, you know, that's pleasing to Him, and mm. and uh, and I've I found it that way in my marriage that you know I need God's um, Power through the Holy Spirit to be able to take care of my marriage, my family, in the way I'm supposed to. So mm. God kind of enables me to be the protector, the provider, and the priest at the same mm. time, and and in, in each moment that that needs a special kind of role for these matters. So, so um, that's that's uh, how I feel it. But then the first two, the protector and provider, I think. I'm just talking very subjectively from from my own life now, but I think mm. in my life, it comes very natural. this is It's like instincts. I think most mm. men have it. When they mm. marry and, and get children, they get the instinct. they need to provide for the family. Mm. They need to protect the family from from the elements, from danger, from you know from anything mm. that could harm the family. I think mm. I think that's something that's and built in you know our DNA in our system. To do mm. that and, mm. and uh, so it comes very natural but but uh, those roles are kind of very practical and almost a little bit aggressive roles you know mm. uh, you know to protect uh, and provide but then mm. you have the spiritual role and that doesn't come like in your DNA that's something you need. <laughs>
0: the priest part <laughs>
3: yeah the priest part doesn't come naturally <laughs> yeah. you need this, the inspiration <laughs> from the Holy Spirit and from God. Uh, mm. To be able to take that responsibility and to have the sensitivity, spiritually speaking, to know mm. when to step in, you know, uh, mm. because pe- people lead, de- lead their families in different ways. Some are very active in all minor decisions. They want to be the one to control the outcome, right? Mm. And, and, um, and that might be good in some families. And in our family, I think I put myself a little bit on the side. And I, I just want to see that things don't, you know, go Fall totally wrong. Mm. Yeah. Then I go in, in and do something if I see that, you know, you know, they're falling off a cliff or something. But, but you know, not, not for the sm- I think for the smaller things, it, they should be able to make their own decisions and everything like that. But, but mm. if, if, if some one of my kids have a problem, for example, Uh, You know, I have a teenager now and they have other challenges that they didn't have when they were younger. Younger. And Mm. yeah, so then you might need to step in as the priest in some situations, Mm. you know, and as a counselor maybe or or, uh, guide to your Mm. kids and to your family. But Mm. um, so it's situation based also, and you need the spiritual sensitivity to know when to step in and when to not step in. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Because I was going to, yeah, Well, let like, I want Jeremiah to talk, because I was going to say they always say we, there are always more women in the church pews than men. So I'm wondering, this yeah. priests, where are they?
3: <laughs> Who are they? Yeah.
0: Where are they? Where are the where? priests? <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: ah. mm. Jeremiah, did you want to add to that?
1: I think Joachim have said it. He put the nail on it. uh, that there are spiritual aspect to it and the practical side to it in Mm. the sense that uh, the husband to be brought provider uh, the priest and uh, all these functions and duties. I mean, Mm. uh, for the past year now coming from my own uh, traditional uh, mentality of the man, breadwinner, he's doing it all. And now realize that I can still be a provider but not in every aspect financially necessary.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: but I can still be this spiritually, making sure the spiritual welfare, making sure that the house mm. is run well, there's a, there's an atmosphere, you know, there's peace, we all maintain, you know, relationship. Mm. Mm. Uh, 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 while while my wife can be the main breadwinner at this season of time. Mm. So there are seasons, there are times you also have to put in place. Uh, okay. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, uh, your 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 position or your function doesn't make you less of anything. Hmm. For instance, so your I- function, your function, what you do or how you carry out something doesn't indicate you to be inferior hmm. as a man now. Because I'm home now, cooking, cleaning, taking of the kids. I'm not less of a man because of that. I'm not less of a provider. I'm not less of a mm. the priest because I'm doing all these things that are supposedly for women, for the wife.
0: Yeah, you, 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 you just helped me into my next question because I was going to say that do men need help or do they want to do it all alone? Does a woman helping emasculate a man? And I'm asking this question because I've had issues where women have come maybe to say, but he doesn't want me to work or he doesn't want me to do anything because it feels like then my shoulders would be high or I would not respect him or the man feeling like, no, I, I, in fact, I went to a wedding and there was a guy that was giving advice to this couple and he was telling them, don't listen to anybody. You have to maintain your position in the family and you make sure that you're the only one bringing in money. And I was wondering, okay, this advice now, what are we going to do with it? When it's time for this guy to become maybe be on on, on, on parental leave like Jeremiah is, will he think, Oh, this is wrong. So do do men need help in these three positions, like this this roles that we have?
3: Yeah, sure. Oh. Uh, I think uh, it's even written in the Bible that you know God made Eve uh, the woman as a help to the man, right? Hmm. Um so, yeah, and uh, you know, if I'm the priest in my house, then my my wife Joanna, she's the youth pastor, and she's much <laughs> a, a much She's <laughs> she's much better pastor than I am. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
1: so,
3: so yeah, of course I, it doesn't emasculate me uh, one bit that she she does things that I could do also, or that she mm. does them better than me. Mm. I, it's uh, it's just a big help when when she manages to do things. I had a stroke three years ago, a mm. serious uh, brain hemorrhage. And, yeah. uh, almost, uh, oh. al- it almost killed me actually. And yeah. I was a little bit handicapped for some time afterwards because I was like almost paralyzed on half yeah. side of, of, on my body, but you know, and, and everything that I d- did before the stroke she had to do from one day yeah. to another, you know, oh. uh, th- this was a Friday, Saturday, she had to, you know, do things that I did. <laughs> yeah. So. So everything kind of fell on her, and she was almost mm. crushed by the weight and of everything, and mm. uh, she was also kind of traumatized by that, and she still was like post-traumatic stress or something mm. because of that. But I, I'm I'm not sure where I'm going with this, but but um, she she manages to you know she Help. she yeah by that you know tragic event she. Rose up to another level, and now mm. she she does all this stuff that be, before my stroke I didn't think it was possible for her to take that kind of responsibility for things. It mm. could be like small things, but for me maybe, but what was big things for her, like cutting the mm. lawn or something like that, you know?
2: Mm.
1: And
3: and uh, but and that it's a big help and it doesn't emasculate me one bit that she does it.
2: Mm. I think mm. I think there's a there's a reason why the statistics uh, more men die early than than women, right? Mm. I mean, Are they doing yeah. too
0: much? If, probably, want to do if it all. You're
2: mm. trying to if you're trying to do it all, if there's mm. any man listening there, then you must be you must. I don't want to say you must be silly, but you shouldn't you shouldn't. Uh, it doesn't take anything away just to to ask for extra help. Mm. I mean, it doesn't make mm. you less of a man. Uh, yeah. though I'm an engineer but I can tell you my wife is a better engineer when it comes to I can't remember changing the light bulb I mm. don't even know like how to fix a bike but she does all those things and I enjoy it so much so ah. I like uh, just uh, just chilling while she's doing those things because mm. we have different ministry my yeah. I have uh, I have a different uh, when it comes to other stuffs so like uh I do those things, and uh, and it's it's been a great help. I mean, to to just know that okay, if there's any fuse in the house that is bad, I don't need to I don't need to even think about it. While I do the dishes, actually, I do dishes because uh, even if there's a uh, there's wash dish dishwasher, but it's very therapeutic for me when I'm doing dishes. That's when I get inspiration. Yeah. So when yeah. I clean the house, I use it to relax. So. So I don't, I don't, and it doesn't really make me, maybe because I'm also the last one, I'm used to doing all those things. So it doesn't really make mm. me less yeah. of a man. So you need help. We all need help. I mean, like, except you just want yeah. to die on time, You need, <laughs> <laughs> you need it somebody need help. to help yeah. you. I mean, yeah. like, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't see, it doesn't make sense if you don't want somebody to uh, help you. Of course, there uh, are and some, if... please go ahead, Jeremiah.
1: No, I was thinking in the fact, the fact that we're using the word help, Is also like showing that making the woman less, you know, it's like someone assisting.
0: Or is it just more more like she's assisting in this main task of, okay, we know that the main task bearer of providing and protecting is the man, but the woman comes there to help.
1: Yeah, because when you use the word help, you come more like our assistant, you know, someone like, Mm. okay, I'm sitting in a wheelchair, can you come and help me, assist me, you know. But the Bible makes the woman equal to the man. Adam and Eve. Eve was not less than Adam. Eve was not brought in to just to be around, and when Adam cannot do it, then she takes over. No, God created man and woman equally, and together they are actually stronger. Together, they make a very strong force to do anything, really. So yeah, well, I'm it's... thinking, I'm thinking more of when a husband and a wife understands the role of for them together, I think not one is less, not the one is doing that, uh, have to do this, in the mm. sense that, well, I can adapt. I can, okay, we are in this season now. All right, you can do that now. You can uh, go and work. I can be home with the kids. And that that mentality, that freedom to adapt and to be flexible for, sake of, for the sake of the team, for where we are going, what we are building mm. relationship, I think that won't be looking at the man like, oh, I need help here. uh, uh, Because looking at it, a man that would be emasculated because the woman is helping him, he has maybe some underlying of fear, insecurity,
0: Mm. that
1: that why he's offended or he's looking at the woman as less uh, of an inferior partner.
0: Mm. Uh, getting
1: help, but but let me ask
0: a question though, Jeremiah. Okay, sorry. I
2: was no, I was gonna say like I mean the ontology of help is uh, what do you what do you have a problem with help? I don't I don't get that. I mean like I didn't really get that. Clearly.
0: Yeah, what do you mean yeah. First? I was gonna, I was gonna ask. Like, does helping make the person helping lesser? Some there's some people that would even quote in church settings that the word that was used in the beginning for help for the woman, mm-hmm. like, let's make man a woman to be a helpmate, is the same word used for the Holy Spirit if you're a Christian, and the Holy Spirit yes. is like the helper, and in mm-hmm. that sense, which means that the helper sometimes is even maybe more stronger than the person that is being helped because yeah, who has the so that's yeah, why I'm asking: yeah. like, does helping really make the woman lesser, or is just a word we use to say that this person has the main responsibility? It's like, okay, I can give an example in our house. I have the main responsibility of cooking, but my husband helps with cooking sometimes. And he has the main responsibility of providing, but I help with providing sometimes because I work. In, in the sense that yeah. if, for example, I should lose my job today, I will probably not have as much headache as my husband will have in terms of, oh, how are we going to hit in this house? Because my brain just doesn't feel like that is my main responsibility it doesn't matter how much i'm earning or not earning but i feel like at some point even if i decide i don't want to do anything tomorrow this man you just have to go out and look for money for food in this house you know that kind of a thing the same way my husband can help me with cooking he can help with cooking in the house and everything but in a way if you ask who cooks in our house even my children will say mommy just because it's something that i do more often it's something that like kind of like comes much more natural to me so in that huh. sense, will it be like that? That if we say that somebody is helping, it's more like, it's maybe not their main responsibility, but they come in and they do it sometimes when it's needed in the home.
2: Yeah, I don't, I, I don't see I don't see a problem with uh, using the word help. I mean, if you have a 1,000... No, no, there's people,
1: no problem with the word help. The yeah. way we are interpreting it, the way we understand it, is we're oh. making it someone less.
2: No, no, no. Because we'll be helping help us to cook. No, now, but that's. Now what, that's not how I see that, though. No, I mean, not
1: we. It. I think many people that have struggled... Okay, you mean like in the society. Yeah, yeah. where the husband, yeah, okay. yeah. The
2: husband okay. does not take help from the wife. Um, but, but there's a lot of things in the society that are getting wrong, right? So...
0: Yeah. but, that, but that, that,
2: that,
0: <laughs> that, That's right. the thing. Like, our society sees, like, the helper, somebody that is lower. Meanwhile, okay, yeah. that is not the case. No. No, is that, is no, that, no, yeah. no, no, Okay. Yes.
2: Uh, you can try it out. How Go and carry 200 kg and ask for help. And the person that is helping you, you tell the person is inferior to you. And the person drops the 200 kg is on your leg. Boom. Yeah. Then you will know who is in charge and who is not in charge. So if you want help, you ask for help. It doesn't make anybody inferior. I think people are just getting mm. the wrong ontology.
0: about the word mm. help. Yeah. That is very important because, I mean, this mm. is something that a lot, I believe that a lot of women struggle with it and a lot of men struggle with it. It, it. Before I saw a lot of men that didn't want to receive help from their wives. And these days I've even seen women that just expect to sit at home and this guy goes and has to bring everything. And, you know, there's a demand. Are you not going to do this? Are you not? Good? And it's like, what are we really like? How do we understand these roles and responsibilities? Hmm, interesting. That's very, very interesting. So another another thing that causes like maybe rancor when it comes to um to the sorry can you hear me
1: yes I hear you
0: this yeah we, okay. I can
3: hear you it was cracking up there for a while but now I can hear you
0: yeah I can hear you too can Paul hear yeah, yeah louder go ahead yeah good now he's back okay so there's another thing that I think a lot of couples struggle with and this will probably be my last question to you. So you're having um, a conversation at home or you just have, you want to do something in the house. Okay, maybe even like you want to buy a house. Like we can use that example because Paul used it and you have an opinion on what to be done, what what should be done. And then your wife also has an opinion. Does does having a contrary opinion to you mean that she's undermining you? Because that is something that happens a lot as well. That um, maybe men can feel undermined by by the wife's um, opinion if if it's not really in alignment uh, can you
2: can you rephrase it i mean what, what exactly uh, is it in terms of the house decoration or in terms of the location of the house or what?
0: It could be anything. No, so the house is just an example of like, you want, to take a de- you want to make a decision and your wife has a contrary opinion. Does, does it always mean that she's undermining you? Let, let's say, oh, let's go live in, I don't know where. And then the wife says, no, I don't think that place is a good place. Let's, let's do this other one instead.
2: Yeah, uh, to be honest, I really don't understand why uh, pe- most people feel that, um, or maybe there are few people, I feel that we all have to be saying the same thing. I mean, when I say something and my wife doesn't even challenge it, then I'm kind of skeptical. I'm like, baby, what's <laughs> happening? <Yeah. laughs> I
3: mean, are you
2: just, are you just letting this go? Because yeah. a, I mean, you, you saying something means you're actually challenging a uh, decision means that you're actually, you're paying attention. And you're interested, mm. Yeah. So, then it's not it's now left for us to now have a common understanding as okay, why do, you, why do you have that contrary opinion? And then we can align. So I think the uh-huh. problem starts with you being a man just thinking yeah. that it's just uh, command and control. You just say something and nobody can challenge it. And once you have that mindset, then every other begins to go wrong. But if you have the but mindset that, that uh, hmm. if my wife says no, and have a different opinion. That is a good thing because that shows is is actually she's actually following you and she's listening and she's interested. Then uh, yeah. you can win her back. I have my ways of winning my wife back.
0: <laughs> is that when you go and buy these big bouquets yeah, yeah. that so cannot even, even pass through the
2: even, door? <laughs> even when she thinks she's the one of making the decision, then I have a way of going, going about going about it in as much as it's rational one that is not going to affect yeah. anybody. So. <laughs>
0: So I'm going to throw another shake to it and then I'll let Joachim and Jeremiah come in. What if, okay, you're outside, you're at dinner with some friends and you have a strong opinion about something and and your wife is just having fun and just saying, no, I don't agree with you, darling. Does that undermine you? Does that feel like, oh, my wife is not submissive. She's not respecting me. She shouldn't have said that at dinner. She should have gotten home and told me that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bobby, well, that's, for me, at least that's the normal way things go about <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah, I used to and, <laughs> yeah, and, and you know uh, I think every decision gets better if you get a different perspective on it so mm. so if I want to do something I have an idea and I, I present it to her and she, she usually has an, another idea or some other perspective on it and mm. that usually results in a better product so to say a better, better decision mm. in the end you know, wow. but, uh you know, if she just goes, you know, like, yeah, okay, with everything I say, I will be like, are you sick? Are you sure? <laughs> <that really?" Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you angry? Because that's the only time that she agrees with everything is she's angry with me. Yeah, whatever <laughs> you want, you know. <laughs> but, but Joaquin, <laughs> then, then,
2: Joaquin, uh, yeah. That if, if if done in public also, do you? Because I, I don't... I don't enjoy the public part though for me
3: uh yeah th- it depends on what kind of issue it is of course yeah. but usually she don't agree with me anywhere <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: that's the funny thing when you're so different but you have a very fantastic marriage because i know both of you and and i yeah. know people that have looked at me and my husband so i don't know what you guys are i don't know how you guys do because we are so different that we have I never agree with him. He never really agrees. We're we're on totally different pages about things, but we <laughs> yeah. work very well as a family because maybe because mm. we have the same attitude to goals as a family, what we want to do. Yeah. But we are so different mm. in personality that we never agree on anything. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, that's so funny. You yeah,
0: know,
3: when when I when I married, sorry guys, when I married my wife, you know, in the beginning, we would we thought you know we're the most like persons in the world, we think alike with everything, you know. And that and,
0: was when, that was when the butterflies were, were in your stomach, so you thought a Yeah,
3: lot. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so now, fourteen years later, I I understand that that's not the case. But, <laughs> but um, so, but I th- I sincerely think that everything gets better if you get a different perspective on it. And mm. and the wives are expert, you know. In Sweden, we say kunya. In, in the professional <laughs> business you know yeah they're, mm. they're they're experts in their field of putting another perspective of, of any question you know mm. usually you miss a, you you think about an idea you and then and then you present it and the wife goes like hmm i don't agree fully because of this and this and this and maybe we should do like this and this is what do you think about that and then you kind of get in a, a new grip on the thing and you're like mm. yeah we can do that and now we could also do this what do you think yeah that would be nice and then you have a totally different, you know, decision than, than from start. Mm-hmm. But it is much, much better decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Great. And, and personally, I mean, like you said it, Bobby, depending on the issue, of course, and, uh, and uh, how you feel about how strong you feel about it. But once it's about direction, once it's about a purpose, and you guys mm-hmm. can agree on the common goal, what you're about. I mean... It, it takes a little bit of humility from the man. And personally, mm-hmm. I mean, I've learned so much that, yes, you have your so strong-minded about certain things, and then she says something that is complete opposite or oh, against it. And it, it takes a little humility to be like, okay, let me hear you out. Why do you say that? You know, mm. And listen mm. and, and reflect and give her space to, to share her views. And then you mm. find out down the oh, maybe it wasn't that that bad of idea, you know. So it mm. gives you, like uh, Joachim was saying, give you a different perspective. And mm. I think it was uh, Paul that said, it, women are wired differently emotionally. They will see different things from different angles that we might not have seen completely. So mm. personally, I've learned so much to humble oneself and to listen out. And in that mm. listening process, you're also learning about yourself about your wife Mm. and together you make a better decision
0: wow that's really good thank you for that i i had a question to ask you guys but i think you've already gotten into it in in some of your conversations talking about we, we talk about, okay, the, the man is the head. And then, especially in Sweden where I don't even know if this is a mainstream thing in Sweden. I mean, I, I don't have to be a Christian in, let's say in Nigeria where I come from or in some other countries to know that, okay, the man is the head of the family. It's not something I hear so much in Sweden or in the Swedish context. So maybe I'm even wrong to say that in like, let's just assume that, okay, we live in a society that believes that the, the man has headship but at the same time, we live in a society that believes in equality of um, the genders and everything. And I think sometimes in the church, in the Christian settings, there are people that still struggle with this. How can you say um, this equality thing when I'm supposed to be the? Is there a way that this is best reconciled? Headship and equality. I know Jeremiah has touched a little bit on all oh, men are like we are all created equal. How do we reconcile this issue of? I know that I'm created equal, but I'm supposed to submit. I know that I'm created equal, but I'm supposed to lead. Why can't she also? I can ask you ten thousand questions. You say I'm already rambling. That people say, why can't she also pay for the first date, and why can't she do this, and why can't she open the door, why can't she cut the lawn, and you see women doing everything that traditionally women men are supposed to do. How do we reconcile yeah. this issue of headship and an equality of the genders? Where is the balance for us, especially as believers? Where how do we balance this, these different principles? And the church went quiet. I, I, no,
2: I, th- <laughs> I think you might have to organize a different another podcast for this because this is, uh,
3: yeah yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> this is not something that we take uh, that will take like five ten minutes because um, I mean when you talk on uh, headship and. Uh, gender equalities i mean there are different dimensions to it
0: yeah that's the thing but just give me maybe okay. one one sentences that could help and then that's where we'd wrap it up and then we're going to have that conversation again because i think it's very important to have it um i remember when i talked to the ladies we we're talking about feminism and all of these things and and a lot of things came up and I, there were people that later told me but why why are christians always against being like feminist And I was like, I don't know, maybe because sometimes you really don't know what this movement is about, you know? Okay, I will
2: will tell you, I will say, I believe in gender equality. mm. Because it does not, most of the time, it does not guarantee the equality of outcome, right?
0: Mm.
3: So
2: that that, that will be my my take on that. And Mm. um, of course... It, it depends. I, I try, I one thing I've been trying to do, I mean, during this talk is to not to spiritualize everything, because I don't know if the audience are also like a, mm. a Christian background. So I'm trying to be as practical as possible. Of course, I know there is there is spiritual intonation to, to most things, but I want to be as humane, as uh, human as possible. Possible. So, mm. um, it does not, for the father, You, uh, you're, we've been able to, during the course of this uh, podcast, we've been able to establish that submission is not the way we look at it. And Jeremiah yeah. has also said something that uh, is not yeah. the way we look at it. I think yeah. one of the things we always fall into this catch 22, that anytime we hear submission, it connotates bad stuff.
3: Anytime mm. we hear uh,
2: helper, it uh, connotates the other way that I'm I'm not I'm not uh, equal, I'm, I'm mm. of equal. Uh, um once we can once we can just sponge uh, that part and now see it differently, then you ask this question again. Hmm. Then it's gonna make sense, right?
0: Yeah. So it so requires understanding.
2: It requires understanding. There are a lot of things that are tied to it, that are connected to it. Once those things are brushed, then I know you and I have had this conversation before. I don't believe that a man and a woman should be doing the same job and one of them should be earning less. But there are proclivities to what uh, men have that kind of uh, inclination to do and to Mm. what men have inclination to do. And Mm. um, yeah, an equal opportunity is what I strongly believe in because I think Mm. everybody should be given equal opportunity. Though mm. it necessarily does not guarantee equal outcome, and then mm. it doesn't matter if you are not a male or a female. It's just the way mm. it is. Yeah, I can't. Mm. Yeah, I can go on with this for for. So I will just rest with that. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: that's
0: good. Mm. With that with, with, with Jeremiah or Yurikim want to add to that before we wrap up.
3: <laughs> uh I can, only I can just say, say the... that. I, I, yeah, sorry, Jeremiah. Go, ahead,
0: go on. Go ahead. Go ahead no, Jerekin.
3: go on. You're so generous, Jeremiah. Now now it's my our, turn to ask you to go
1: on. <laughs> our, elder, our eldest first. 14
3: years yeah. in marriage. I'm okay, still learning. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think I also believe in equality. Uh, at, and I would agree with Paul that, you know, equal opportunity doesn't equal uh, out, the outcome, you know. Mm. Um, but I believe in equal opportunities. So everyone... Irrespectable. If you're a man or a woman, you should have the same opportunity in everything in mm. our society. Mm. Uh, and then again, uh, based on 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 a lot of factors, it will be a different outcomes anyway. Um, mm. Science science has proved that, and I, I strongly believe in that also. Like like Paul said, mm. um, but I don't see I don't see any kind of ranking difference between a, a the man or the woman in a marriage, uh, y- even if she's submissive, I mean that yeah. doesn't mean that she's a step lower in the hierarchy. Uh, mm. Usually, usually when I I have to do something with my friends or uh, going to some meeting, I I, I would say to them, uh, they will ask you, can you be there at that time? And I will be like, I have to ask the government first. And and I must ask the government. That's what we see in <laughs> Swedish, and and the government government is the wife, and, and you know, I yeah. like that. Yeah, you have to ask the government first, and it's it's pretty much a self, uh, first. Pres- what what do you say in English? Self-preservation thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, because if this happy happy wife happy life thing, you know, mm. because you know, my life a lot of it, it tends to revolve about how to make my wife happy you know um it's not such an easy job i i don't think it's for any man but we try to do it many of us Mm. (laughs) um and and uh, but there's no i i don't see any difference in in inequality between the man and the woman i don't do that
0: wow wow that's so good i
1: think i think the men have already said it the only thing i can add is that uh, when our marriages, relationship between husband and wife, when we can start from the position of we know, of course, that our foundation is love, you know? We Mm. love one another equally, and Mm. we know why we are in this for, and where we are going, the direction, we're on the same page, we are towards the same thing in life. I think it will be easier to value one another and mm. you know that whatever you are doing is not, oh, I'm better or I'm less or this one is, 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 is superior or, or is uh, inferior. So at the end of the day, both parties know who they are. So mm. you're not trying to do things to achieve, to get more love or to be more accepted or to be more mm. valued. You already know mm. your place. So mm. at that place, The different function, whatever you're doing, whatever you are the breadwinner or you're staying home, is not to add anything. Obviously, Mm. it does. But that doesn't make you more than the other person. Mm. And definitely, it doesn't indicate that you're less, uh, that you're inferior in nature Mm. anyway. Mm. So knowing who we are and what we are about and why we are in the marriage and
0: what we are for, I believe that was set to
1: all the equality and the decisions.
0: Wow. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, my God. You guys have really been... uh, I've had so much... I've, I've learned a lot. I'll have to go and listen to this. Hopefully not with my husband, so he doesn't say, I told you, I told you.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll listen to this a little. But thank you so much <laughs> yeah. for coming and Intentional Randomness. It's been so wonderful to have you, Paul, to, you have you, you, Maya, to have you, Jeremiah, to have you, Joachim. Thank you. And I hope that if I ask you to come again, <laughs> that you'll be willing to do that. Yeah, we'll
3: the life, backlash. Of course. You yes. develop the yeah, background yeah. of
0: this podcast
3: <laughs> it depends,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Great. <laughs> I am sure you have enjoyed listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram on our handle, Intentional Randomness. And feel free to contact us on Intentional Randomness feedback at gmail.com. Until next time, be intentional.